0: My name is Chaya and I'm a compulsive overeater and your leader for this meeting. Please join me in the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Before we begin, we ask that all cell phones or other electronic equipment be turned off. Even if you think it's off, please check again. The opinions expressed here today are those of individual OA members and do not represent Region 2 or Overeaters Anonymous as a whole. OA members are reminded when sharing to speak to your recovery in the program of Overeaters Anonymous only. To protect our anonymity, no photography, audio, or visual recording is allowed. If there is press in the room, please do not take any unauthorized pictures or identify anyone using their full name. There will be audio recordings of this workshop, which you may purchase outside in the foyer. I will share for 20 minutes, followed by five minutes of Ask It! basket questions, finishing up with open sharing. The topic for this session is forgiveness is a gift to ourselves. Let's begin with a reading for today, page 257. All right. Does anybody have just for, to, for today? Okay. If you could, would you read it for us? Oh, it's page, no, it's a specific page, 257. Oh, okay. Because they don't give it to us here. All right. Okay. Let's continue. Okay. Um Okay, maybe this is it. Uh, For my own peace of mind, I need to forgive even the most damaging transgressions. But forgiveness of others can only come when I have learned to forgive myself. My name is Chaya, and I'm a compulsive overeater. I will now share for 20 minutes. These are my pictures. who I am and what I am. Uh, I've been in program for 23 years. I have 22 and a half years of abstinence, imperfectly. Um, And I have an 80-pound approximately weight loss. And that is the miracle of this program, and the topic today is forgiveness. And forgiveness is the most important thing for me because when I... It's a re, it's really anger and resentment that creates our resentments. And so those are the forgivenesses we have to make. I had to make. They... Um, Because if not, my experiences is I let those things fester in my mind and I blocked out everything else other than obsessing about what you did to me. It's always what you did to me. It's never what I did to you. So if, you know, I could obsess a whole day because somebody you know, crossed me off, you know, on the freeway. And I could talk all day about it. It was really easy. But this program is a threefold program. It's emotional, spiritual, and physical. Well, if I don't have the emotional recovery, I can't have physical recovery. Because when I get into my brain, it's a very... Dangerous neighborhood. And so it is hard to forgive people, but I know for my own self to move on, I had to forgive people. I had to forgive my ex husband, my children, my neighbors, my late husband, my current husband. I'm constantly forgiving people. Life goes on, thin or fat. The difference is that today I don't live there. I don't live in those resentments. If I do something wrong, I forgive you. I forgive, you know, ask for forgiveness. If you've done something to me, usually it's something that I did to you when you retaliated I then give forgiveness but if I hold those resentments and I think about them and how I'm going to get back at you and retaliate against you then I can have no serenity and it, it is really hard to go on without serenity um I'm very fortunate. I had a... My parents were wonderful. They, my mom was sort of a compulsive overeater, but she was always dieting, so I guess she's one of us, too. She just didn't know it. She was constantly putting me on diets and hiding food from me. And I remember once she hid candy in the broiler of the stove and forgot it was there, and turned on the oven to make something. (laughs) And uh, it was a gooey mess when she had to clean it up. So I'm fortunate that in many ways I had a wonderful childhood. And so from forgiveness, the things that forgiving my parents were, you know, little things. They did the best they could. And that's another thing. We don't know the whole story. When somebody takes and does something to me, like my husband, I've learned, I'm, I'm newly married. I've been married 21 months. And um, so we're still learning about each other. Thank you. And he, he gets very impatient <laughs> when we're driving places and he doesn't know where he's going. And then he questions me. And my first reaction is, don't you trust me? But in reality, he's not really angry with me. It's just he's nervous because he doesn't know where he's going. But when I think of it only from my own perspective, and I don't look at his perspective of his being nervous, then I get into the resentment of, how dare you? How dare you not trust me? I told you we know where we're going, and you're telling me, are you sure you put the right address into the GPS? And those are the things I used to eat over before, and I used to obsess over before. But today, I'm able to step back and try to look at the other person's perspective. To give, you know, compassion is one of the biggest things in our lives. You know, when a boss yells at you or someone talks to you in an unfriendly tone, our first reaction is, they don't like me, I'm no good what am i doing here but you know we don't know did that person have a fight with his wife before he came to work in the morning did he come out to his car and the car was had a flat tire and he was late to work and angry having nothing to do with us and but i could have i used to hold resentments for these things You know, you yelled at me? How dare you? And I would, you know, talk about it and obsess about it. And my whole life, instead of living life and enjoying what today was, I would go on and have these crazy thoughts. I allowed these people to live rent-free in my head. And today... I try to live in the moment. The blessing of this program is when these resentments come up, if it's a huge resentment, I have ways of releasing it, writing it, calling my sponsor, talking to a fellow, so that I don't hold those resentments in. I do a tenth step because I know that if i hold those resentments in the next thing is food and i can't afford to put those that weight back on it just is not an option for me and i like i said i've been in the program for 23 years i'm not going anywhere i keep coming back because I know this is the last diet. There is no other program. And so when I forgive someone, it allows me to live my life today. And another big forgiveness is forgiveness of myself because I used to, you're fat, you're ugly, you're worthless. You know, I'm sure we all have our lists of how we berate ourselves. And I had to learn that I'm not all those things that I used to say. And to forgive myself and love myself. Because without that, I don't have serenity in my life. And... The, ser- the serenity that this program has given me is beyond, beyond. I have three children. Each of them are their own person and have a God of their own, and I have to remember that all the time because otherwise I'm constantly resentful of them. How come you didn't do your homework Why didn't you clean up after yourself? And I want to look at the positive things in my life. And when I give forgiveness to myself and others, I can go on. Now, forgiveness does not mean that we condone something that somebody did to us. That has nothing to do with it. The forgiveness is for ourselves. It is not for that other person, sometimes people don't even realize we resent them. And we hold those in. And who's hurting? I am. I'm hurting when I hold in those resentments. And no one else is hurting. And so when I forgive, even if it's something that is really horrendous, It's for myself. It does not say or mean that that person was right in whatever they did to us. But for my sanity and my serenity, I need the gift of forgiveness. And I pray to God to allow me to give that gift of forgiveness within myself because... Sometimes I'm not willing to forgive you. I don't want to forgive you. You've done whatever it is that you've done, and I don't want to forgive you. And that's when I really pray. And I start saying, God, you need to help me. And I've been taught in this program that you pray for the other person. And if every day for, I think it's 30 or 60 days, if you pray for that person to have everything that you would want another human being to have, that the resentment goes away and you're able to go on with your life. And I find that that works because, like I said, I can hold on resentments forever and how I'm going to get back at you, and what I'm going to do to you. And all of this program has taught me is wasted energy, wasted energy. So then when I'm thinking about all the ways I can get back at you, I'm not looking at the person that's in front of me. I miss that special moment. And every moment in our lives is very precious. Um, Although, as I said, I'm newly married, I'm also a widow. My husband and I were together for 29 years. And now I've lost my train of thought. (laughs) Anyway, we were together for 29 years, and it was really hard when he passed away. And I learned this is where it was coming. So much of our marriage, I was into the food and into resenting other people and into resenting what was going on with my children and everything that I missed so many precious moments with him. I had to learn to forgive myself for that because I've learned in this program everything is exactly the way God wants it to be at this moment. But I really, really try. Thank God for this program. I've learned tools on how not to live in those resentments and to give forgiveness to those people and pray that God allows me to do that so that I can enjoy every moment that I can be precious with you and I can really hear you and really be with you because we only have this moment and when I wasted it on thoughts of other things and allowed these resentments to live, as I said, rent-free in my head. I didn't have time for anything else. And I am just so grateful for this program to have given me a life and to allow me. I was grateful that the last five years of my husband's life, I was able to be there for him and that we did have very special moments. And when I met my new husband, one of the things I told him is that every moment is precious. And he is a closet one of us. He gave me this whole thing just before we. I got it. Now, tell them all about me. <laughs> I said, <laughs> right. <laughs> this is about resentments, honey. <laughs> but, you know he gets into these things and I get, then I get pulled in to these resentments he has against people and I have to just stop and say this is our time. I don't want another person into our time because that's what I do is that when I'm holding a resentment against somebody and I haven't forgiven them I am allowing them to to be a third person or fourth person or fifth person in my life when I am trying to be with you. And being with you each moment, as I said, is so precious that I want to be there for you. I don't want my head to go spinning because my head does that. I can go... I extrapolate gloomily into the future. I make a mountain. I make a mount from a molehill. And then my life is miserable. And the program has given me serenity. And it has taught me that the most, most important thing in my life is my serenity. And I can only have serenity if I forgive people and give them the benefit of the doubt and have compassion and know that I don't know the whole story. And because I am a selfish person, it's always about me. If you give me a nasty look in the morning or in the afternoon or whenever I see you, my head goes spinning. What did I do? I wasn't did something wrong or whatever it is and I am resentful for that person that they don't they don't like me today it has nothing to do with me most of the time most of the time either they didn't see me or the sun was in their eyes or whatever and so I try very hard to give people the benefit of the doubt and to be able to forgive because when I have forgiveness, I have serenity. And thank you for letting me share. Ah, do we have any questions in our ask it basket? Any questions? No questions about yes, oh, my pictures. pictures. Your pictures are here, but they've been around.
1: Yeah. One of persons 20. over there. Let's what? There's oh, there's one? Okay.
0: I, there it is. Okay. Let's see. Da-da-da. All right. What helped me to forgive myself? Um, working the steps and working with a sponsor and being honest with myself that the things that I did in my life were not what I thought they were and that I learned to love myself and care about myself and when I was able to do those kinds of things I was able to forgive myself and you know it takes work it's not like I said I'm in this program for 23 years. Are there times that I am upset with myself? Definitely. I'd be a liar if I told you I went all around like you know Mary Poppins and everything was sweet and lovely. That's it's not life. And but as I also said, I've learned to see those things quicker in my life and forgive myself by talking with another person and being able to see see my part in it and know that i can change and i don't have to be there anymore and that i am a new woman today i'm not the woman i was twenty three years ago Okay, did anyone else put in a question That's a good question. How do you forgive without feeling you are condoning their behavior? That is a hard one. Um, I keep in the forefront that I am forgiving them for my sanity. Because... I can, like I said, if I hold that grudge and that resentment, it's going to kill me. I'm going to go to the food. I'm a 100-pounder. I could easily be 300, 400. I was 261 pounds when I came into this program. And I was on the way up. And so... I know that if I don't forgive a person, it has nothing to do with them. It has all to do with me. And I realize that they are as sick as I am. And I want people to forgive me for the things that I have done. And so with the same vein, I have to forgive other people. And they were doing the best they could or however they could. It wasn't, you know, it, it was their sick. And that's where, that's the way I really have to look at them as sick people that don't, don't know what they're doing. You know, if we were visiting a sick friend or family member who was in the hospital... And they screamed and yelled at you and called you nasty names. They're sick. You're going to forgive them for being nasty to you. Or even, you know, even hitting out at you. Is it right behavior? No. But you're going to, we're going to, I'm going to forgive that person because I know that they are sick. And... That's the way I have to look at it. So I don't condone people's horrible behaviors, whatever they are, because you know, like with childhood incest, those children have n- had nothing to do with it, And the people that per- perpetrated on them were really sick people. Now, is it the right thing? No. No, no, and I could not, never condone something like that. But for my own sanity, I have to forgive them. Okay, any, I don't think there's any more questions. Okay. All righty. So I think now is the time for open sharing. Please come to the podium. If you would like to share, you need to sign the recording release form. Please stick to the topic and the timer will remind you to stop at three minutes. Who would like to share?
2: What do I Right here is where I sign. Is this
0: where I sign? No, I'm sorry. That's where you sign. Thank you. Thank you for your share.
2: Hi, my name is Martha, and I'm a food addict. Hi, Martha. And not to cap on what you were saying, but forgiveness is my name. (laughs) I've had to do a lot of forgiving in my walk, and I've only got going to be seven years in August the 8th that I'm doing my program. I came in here, 155 pounds, diabetes, high blood pressure, looking for a wheelchair to live in for the rest of my life. And I got a phone call, jumped out of bed, went to where this person was supposed to be and wouldn't give me the address, went to the wrong church, gave up, and then where I made a U-turn, I ended up where I was supposed to be because I said, God, you know I need this. And I looked up, he presented it right in front of my eyes. So the experience I have is that God touched my heart to be in this program and if I don't stay with it, I will be like the rest of my family and we're all healthy, diabetic and thanks to my loss of 155 pounds in my program, I gave up the pills in less than a month and my doctor said, well, I didn't give you permission but I gave myself permission and I promised myself that I did never want to have to go there again. I have family that's got somebody else's kidney because of the diabetes, another one that's killing his kidney and liver, and it's all about the sugar, the fried foods, and the flour. And I love my food. I don't know anybody that is as bad as I was because I ate 24-7. I could not stay out of the sugar. And I had a lot of pain inside my heart and my life, and I also come from, I was a baby, my grandfather violated my body, and I carried that through my whole 65 years of life before I woke up and found this program, and it's been a very difficult walk, it's almost like walking on hot coals or on top of nails for me. And I was a very isolated person, so that's how I cured myself. And it took me forever to come to the conclusion that if I didn't love myself or forgive myself and forgive others, I was never going to get this program. I went home from my first meeting and cleaned out my whole kitchen. Threw everything out of there. that was food and started a new page because in these books... I find the courage and the strength and these meetings and my steps and my sponsor, being a sponsor. If it wasn't for that, I couldn't have what I have today, and I am a very grateful woman. I'm also very emotional, which I never had before this program. I used to hide from being emotional, but I found that sharing and caring is where I leave everything that was inside of me which becomes a healing process. And if I don't forgive, I can't be forgiven. And that would kill me. So I had to forgive all these people that did these things to me. And you can't condone what they did. But if I don't do this, I can't heal. And it's hard to do it. It's a hard walk. I had to ask my sponsor, literally, do the steps with me. Show me. Because being honest is the hardest thing when you're putting so much in your body. For so many years, and you finally wake up, it's like trying to dig, go out there and pull out the cement. It would take me forever to take the cement apart, right? Well, that's how it is when you've got 65 years of hate, resentment. I used to think, line up all the men and give me a machine gun and I'll fix the world. When I first came in this program, I was mean, ugly, bad. Nobody liked me. I don't care where I go today. Everybody stops me. I know you. I'm a community person. This program has done that for me. So please keep coming back. It hurts me to see that we all need this, but it's okay because this is all my family, and I love them all. Thank you.
3: Suzanne Compulsive Overeater. I just wanted to share something, and I'll cry because forgiveness is a big deal in my life. I had a lot to forgive. Um, and I had a family member who was um, pretty unkind. I'm sure many of us have a story like that. And it was a very difficult thing when I was told that part of my recovery meant I needed to let go of that and to forgive it. And um, I just felt like she didn't deserve to be forgiven. Uh, I thought that what she did was horrendous and... Um, I just didn't like the idea of forgiving it, and I was um, listening to a podcast, and I heard um, someone say, forgiveness is giving up all hope of a better yesterday, and, um, and that really was what it was, because I was ruminating over all of these things, and why did it happen this way, and why couldn't she have done it that way, and um, understanding that I can ruminate till the cows come home and it's not going to change. All it's doing is eating me up inside, and I'm eating about it, and I'm getting bigger and bigger, and, I'm, and, and my resentment becomes these prickles and sticks on my body that just pushes people away because my anger is palpable and um which makes the isolating even worse because then now I don't want to be isolated anymore I'm in the beginning of recovery but as I reach out to other people I'm scaring people because I look so mad all the time and um at some point what uh I knew I couldn't forgive her. I went through all 12 steps with my sponsor, and I had done all of my work, and this one thing was just sitting there, this big lump of coal, and I just didn't know how to do it, and um, I just had to give it to my higher power. And I would share with my higher power that I just don't know how I can let this go. And um, one day I just had this vision of um, what would happen. if i was plopped up from this universe and plopped into a new new universe and everything that i thought was appropriate and how to treat people offended everyone around me and i'm going i'm trying to hug you i'm trying to be nice and everyone's like ew you're terrible and i would be so hurt and angry and i realize that is this person in my life on this planet that they are doing everything that they know how to do their mind is not wired appropriately. It's not wired in a healthy way. And they have lived their life in their own form of addiction, in their own problems. And they are, they're working in a reality that I don't understand. And so every time they're reaching out and every time they're hurting me in their minds, it's the right thing to do. And somehow for me, that gave me the freedom to forgive her because it isn't the right thing to do on this planet, but it's all they know. And I learned to just that's who they are. I have to set a healthy boundary with that person, um, and that's okay. Um, I'm not a bad person because I'm not going to interact with that person anymore, which was I'm such a people pleaser, and I didn't want to be that person who said no to someone. Um, but I did, um, and my life is better, and I have forgiveness in my life. I have health in my life, and it's, it's been really with program, um, with really trusting my higher power to give me insight that I could not have gotten on my own. So I'm just really grateful, and thank you for letting me share.
4: Covering food addict? Um, I love this topic. Oh my god. Um, and one of the things kind of juggling in my mind was about forgiveness with the mom. We all have issues with the mom. I was pulling weeds in my. I did. I signed. Up. I was pulling. I was pulling weeds in my little garden and um I always think about step six and seven with pulling the weeds. But there was this one, it was so deep. I couldn't get it. I just couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. I could eh, eh, and all this pulling and tugging and self-will and pounding at the soil and all that kind of stuff. And it made me feel that root of bitterness in my own heart. That's what this is like, isn't it? You know, God talks to me while we're gardening. And that's kind of what it was, through my head, yeah, they got a deep, deep root of bitterness going on. Can't pull it up any more than you can pull this deep thing. But here's the cool thing was what came to me, it was so simple was the solution to that wasn't to tug and pull and try and beat my, you know, water the soil around it. That's all I had to do was soften up the soil around it, which is what these steps do and the fellowship does and the praying does and the writing does and the kicking and the uh, um, one way I helped move this anger in my body because I really believe I came in I mean dead from the neck down disconnect disconnect coming so disconnected but what helped me connect was I got to feel that anger so I bought a plastic bat from the costume store and, uh, and I put a pillow up, to, and I just hit and hit and hit the ba ba, ba, just move that energy, I hate you, rare, bam, bad, just do something, but don 't ignore it and don 't pray it away, you know, under the spirit, just feel it, own it, but move it out. so hitting something really works for me <laughs> my plastic back, bat from the costume store. So, so I did that. I whacked a bunch of stuff. That helped started getting it. When I'm pulling the weeds in the garden again, what I realized was, oh, my God, why don't you just water the soil around it? It might come out easier. So that's really all I did. And, and I couldn't believe how, how easily it was to pull up the root from that weed thing, um, that root of, d- deep root of bitterness inside me. It's kind of like that. So the good news is this. Again, what have I learned in the steps is I'm not the one doing the miracles. I do the prep work. You know what I'm saying? But God will pull out that root of bitterness. I'm willing to let it go. But but myself will forget it. Because I live in here. And living in my head isn't going to free up my body and my spirit. So that's kind of what really worked for me. I just watered the soil by working the steps and doing this. And it's so much easier to pull up. Resentments. Thanks.
5: Hi, my name is Jean. I'm a a compulsive reader. Thank you, Chaya. Thank you so much for sharing, for reminding us that... um, We have a part in our anger and resentment and frustration, and that um, we have to forgive ourselves first before we can forgive anybody else. And that's so important for me to remember, to forgive myself, because I think I'm harder on me than I am on anybody else. Um, I watched a documentary about a woman who was 109 years old and had survived Auschwitz. And um, she and her son had survived. Together they went in, and together they survived. And the, the moderator asked her, do you hate Germans? And she said, no. She said, I, I don't hate Germans. She said, when you get to meet each person on an individual basis, they're they're wonderful people. And I'm thinking, this woman who was practically starved to death and had every reason to hate Germans hate God, hate everybody who put her in that situation, didn't. She forgave them. She forgave them all, and it taught me something. taught me something about forgiveness. Um, Many years ago, um, my 16-year-old daughter had a 23-year-old boyfriend, and I hated him. I hated him because I knew he was lying. He told me he was 20, and he was stealing this child from me, stealing her. That's how I felt, And I couldn't do anything about it because she was so enthralled, enraptured. She would lie to me and to be with him, anything to be with him. They got married. And um, working through this, uh, all this frustration, my sponsor said to me, you've got to forgive him. I said, forgive him? What do I have to forgive him for? He's the one who did this to my family. And she said, what's your part? What's your part? Every time I complained to her, she said, what's your part? And so I started looking at what's my part. Well, when they got married, I smiled and pretended like everything was okay, but I was building a wall. I was building a wall every minute of the day. I couldn't stand him. I couldn't stand anything about him. And um, my sponsor said, you have to go and apologize for your part and I was so resentful that I had to apologize and I thought okay I've got to do it I can't lie to her I've got to apologize I went to their house when uh, he was alone and I said I'm sorry for my part I apologize for being resentful toward you I'm I apologize for being angry about uh, my daughter marrying you and I want you to forgive me and um, and he did but he didn't say anything about his part, and that's none of my business because all I was doing was clearing my side of the street. And two years ago, he and my daughter—sorry, he and my daughter—moved in with me, and they've lived with me for two years. And um, he has been so polite and respectful to me in every conversation, everything he does. And I think it's his way of making a living amends without. Um, without having to say I'm sorry, and um, and I've been able to be forgiving of myself for where I was and for where I am today. So thank you so much for sharing. I really appreciate it.
6: Hi, my name is Kimberly. I'm a compulsive overeater. Hi. Um, This is such a great topic, and I really have heard so many wonderful things about it. What I think about when I think about forgiving, I mean, we've all heard like it's like picking up a hot coal and expecting the other person to get burned, or it's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. But I picture in my head a lot of times, when it's difficult for me to, to forgive something that someone else has done, and I don't personally feel like that. That always means I go to them and say something. I don't need to do that in most cases. But if I think about something that someone has done that's that I've taken on as a resentment, whatever that is, when I picture them, here they are in their life, la, 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 and here I am, and if I unclench my fist and forgive them, there they still are. La, 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 la So it has no effect whatsoever on them. And it's not about them. It is about me. When I'm holding on to that resentment and clenching my fist in anger, there's no room for any grace to enter in my life. There's no room for the love and the grace and the serenity that I need. I need to be able to get through my days. Um without using food to cope, I need to use these other tools or I can't cope. It's, it's just that simple. And, um, I'm part of another program. And I remember when I first came in and heard about serenity, like at that time in my life, I was like, who wants serenity? Like that is so boring. (laughs) Well, I want fun. I want party. And, um, but, you know, today it's one of my most precious gifts because that's the only way I've been able to, to grow and become and watch other people grow and become amazing miracles in uh, these 12-step program rooms. And I'm uh, just so grateful to be here. And thank you so much for your share.
1: Hi, I'm Bill, compulsive eater food addict. Hi, Bill. And uh, this has turned out to be one of the best sessions of the uh, whole retreat for me or the whole uh, convention for me. Uh, it turns out that a lot of things, I mean, you I, know, I came in here saying, oh, forgiveness. Well, okay, I'll just come in and see what it's about. But uh, I, I found out from from your share, and I, I really thank you for it, is uh a lot of it uh, applies to my life. Uh, I have a turnouts. So I have a sick spouse right now, and uh, she's angry about being sick, and uh, she's lashing out all the time and angry all the time. And I'm sure you know this, having gone through it. And uh, I find that uh, I have to forgive and, and not have a resentment. Otherwise, uh, it's only it's only hurting me and causing me uh, a great difficulty. Uh, I have a lot of Of uh, anger myself over the corruption in government for some reason. I don't know why it's bothering me so much all the time, but every time something's not going right, and I say, well, it's because of these guys who are cheating us, and they're doing all the self-serving things, and I wish I could change that, but I can't change it. Well... It's only bothering me. It's not bothering them. I mean, I mean, their retirement's going to be fantastic. You know, it's mine that's going to suck. You know, but theirs is fantastic, and, and I can't do anything about that. And yeah, it's unfair, but, you know, forgive them. I mean, if I was sitting there, I'd probably do the same thing. So forgive them. Quit having that resentment. Their resentment is only causing me to overeat, and that's really what it comes down to. So... Uh, Forgiveness and resentment is actually one of the most powerful things that I think impacts us as compulsive eaters. And so I thank you for your share.
0: you all for, share, for sharing and participating. It is now time to close the session. Please stand and join us as we close with uh, I put my hand in yours.